Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Dragons Back. My name is Connor and you are listening to our review of Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Critically acclaimed movie. Critically acclaimed. I saw a headline that said that it was 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score. Um, A-, 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 A cinema score. Yeah. <laughs> and I am here with Ben. Hello. Gotta Hi go ben. fast. I know, right? Um, so... Uh, before we get into the actual review, um, we always like to step back and talk about how we were feeling going into the film. What did we think of the marketing? Hmm. Oh, what did we think about all the little controversies that happened beforehand? So, Ben, why don't you let us know how you're coming into this film? I mean, how to summarize this one? How to even think back to to this the beginning of this whole journey? I, the first thing I remember, I guess, was the when the first images started leaking or the first poster came out, it was Fuck, kind of the silhouette of this weird looking humanoid figure with, with very powerful <clears> looking <throat> legs um, that did not look like the rubbery cartoon character that um, we've all come to know. And some people love, <laughs> um, and that certainly set the alarm bells off a little bit. And then that trailer uh, came out. It's a very distinctive trailer, wasn't it? We got our first look at, um, what I guess was kind of almost a precursor to the Cats trailer. <laughs> Just, you know, it's an abomination, uh, an eldritch horror that you cannot unsee. Mm. Um, just typical kind of internet overreaction. A lot of headlines about it. Um, it did look pretty creepy. Let's be honest. Those teeth were my, just... My reaction was a little more tempered, I think. Like, I don't think it was... In the sense that you're not expecting anything from a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, totally. But also, I'm, I'm just like, oh, worst thing ever. Like, you know, it, it looked bad, but who was expecting anything from this movie? Mm. Um, and also I think I did actually hate it less than a lot of other people. And I kind of had a similar reaction to cats, uh, in the end. Um, but then, you know, it, the movie itself looks like, uh, kind of your album in the, in the chipmunks or hop kind of yeah. CG character in the real world, wacky stuff happens. Um, and then there was enough of an outcry that they decided to rejig the whole thing and redesign Sonic. And that, of course, was its own discussion uh, that we'll probably get into deeper later about um, kind of creatives buckling to fans um, for whatever reason, good or bad, um, and whether that was something that that people should do with with what isn't a finished product or something that nobody's even fully seen. Um, And I had very mixed feelings about that too. Uh, Then we saw the redone trailer, um, and I honestly didn't, love the new design much more than the old one um i think it was a weird like i don't know what the word for it would be where it looks like a cartoon character but not enough like it's not uncanny valley which is kind of the opposite direction yeah but like it didn't look enough like actual sonic to be like yeah that's sonic um and it you know it, it was clearly i think less well rendered than the original because it would have had to have been by necessity a bit more of a rush job um but anyway the movie still looked kind of like whatever Jim Carrey, I thought, looked very funny in it. And Ben Schwartz, who voices Sonic, um, I've just fallen so head over heels in love with over the past few years. I think he's one of the most naturally funny people on the planet. So His um, Milkman sketch on oh, sketch Jake, on and Amir. Jake and Amir is still one of the funniest oh, pieces of content on the internet. If you haven't seen it, look up uh, Milkman Jake and Amir. It is fucking hilarious. Have you seen the song remix of yep. it? Oh, outstanding just yeah. so good i've seen the bloopers i've oh, like i just that honestly <laughs> I I, do it on loop at all times. I, I watch i watch that at least once a year if not twice mm. a year just like 
it's fucking hilarious. Ben Schwartz on the Jake and Me podcast is probably the closest I've ever come to like crying and passing out from yeah. listening to a podcast, except for ours, because for different reasons. Um, <laughs> crying and passing out. <laughs> Just without the laughing part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I did have this this small little feeling inside me like, I it like elements of this and I, I would like to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I had this, that weird mix of like, this is probably going to be really bad and I'm going to lower my expectations. But then you, you you follow that thought and you're like, but maybe because of that, I'll like yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and maybe I'll like it. Start looping in. Um, so, so I went into it uh, one afternoon and I'm not going to lie, I did have a few drinks with it. Um, and that's that was that was my journey up to that point. Yourself? Um, yeah, very, really similar. Uh, I, I, was, I had some very mixed feelings about the um, decision uh, by the... Um, the studio to go back and, and not even by the studio, but by, by the director to go back and, and change the look of um, Sonic. I, mm. I, I'm not a big Sonic guy. Um, it no, just wasn't a big thing in my childhood. Um, uh, but I did find the first iteration pretty creepy um, or like the first trailer. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, from a design point of view, they did the right thing. Mm. But from a, um, you know, I, I kind of feel as though good or bad, a director should probably stick to their vision. Um, or so should in, be in allowed that sense, to stick to their vision. Yeah, exactly. So in that sense, I was a bit, you know, I, I think it opens up some very dangerous doors whereby we can kind of um, change a film by crowdsource. And I do think that, you know, that could lead us down some very sketchy paths. Um, anyways, um, I... I had this really weird kind of sense going into this film because I, I was I was weirdly optimistic, right? And I think it, it's too easy to just dismiss a, a Sonic the Hedgehog film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to figure out why I felt weirdly optimistic about this film. And for me, it was a, a combination of a couple of things. Like the precedence was there, right? Uh, an existing property um, that, that started out as like a toy or a game or something like that. Um, you know, that, that ends up being really good. And all I could think of was like Lego movie. Um, and, uh, you know, with that movie, uh, you, you, you were kind of pleasantly surprised because Lego movie shouldn't be good. And what we got was one of the best films that year. You were setting the bar high for this one. Um, <laughs> well, no, I just meant in, in the sense that there is a precedence for it. Like, so it's mm. not like it, it is, couldn't it have could been happen. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything could be a good movie. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then, you know, beyond that, their decision to go back and uh, change the look of Sonic made me think that there was something about this film that they thought was of value. Mm. And that, for me, was the only reason that I could see that they would spend money and time in um, reshooting, or not even reshooting, but redoing this major character. Um, either that or they just hadn't completed a lot of it anyways. Um, but, yeah, I just... I just figured that there, there would have had to have been something that, that I wasn't seeing. Like, you know, maybe the performances by Marsden or, or Schwartz were really good. Maybe the, they had just nailed the story. Maybe Jim Carrey was just too good to miss. Like, mm. you know, something in this movie just had to work for them to invest that money. So, yeah, I was going into it just with this thought that, you know, maybe it's good. It's got to be something here and I will find it. Exactly, right? Mm. Um, so... Let's get into it. Let's think about what we talk. There, are, guys. We will be talking about spoilers throughout this. Um, so if you haven't seen it, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> don't don't watch it. But if if you have or, you or you don't it, care do you about really spoilers. care about Sonic? Yeah. The Hedgehog spoilers <laughs> um, at this point. So I want to 
I want to talk about something that I thought I, I was my biggest disappointment hmm. with this film, um, and that was Jim Carrey. Okay. So, I really like Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. I don't really get tired of his shtick very mm. easily. Um, I think he's just really funny, entertaining guy. I think his physical comedy is great. And I feel as though he wasn't... He took a really weird angle with this. And not weird in the sense of wacky weird. I I found his character to be mean. Mm. And not mean as in like the Grinch mean. Mean as in just like mean mean. Mm. And that really put me off. Mm -hmm. And I thought that there was a chance for them to um, have a... Uh, I guess a, a plot line or a character development or um, any number of like angles that they could have taken with this character that I thought would have really brought something to this film. And if you add in Jim Carrey with his wackiness, that that it could have really been spot on. But they just went with the mean bully type character. I just didn't like that. I he, found that un uh, unpleasant. Yeah, he he was very much an asshole. Um, what really struck me straight away, and I don't know how I didn't get it straight from the trailers, was I just felt like he was playing uh, Ace Ventura. But like a, an older, angrier Ace Ventura. Like Ace Ventura always kind of struck me as like a a bored, frustrated sort of genius character because he could pretty much do whatever he wanted in the world, it seemed, and manipulate everyone. But he was just being a goof. But that's the thing, right? In this, like, in Ace Ventura... He is a he's a goof. Like mm. he 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 doesn't have any malicious intent. He's as still pretty he, mean to a lot of people. As, I mean, but he, that's the thing, right? So is the Grinch, Ace Ventura. That like they're all mean mm. to characters uh, in those worlds, but there's no malicious intent behind them. Mm. At least that that's not the um, that's not what I got. In this one, it just it felt malicious. It felt mean. It felt like it felt like uh, kind of like almost petty. No, I get what you're saying. Like he was like relentlessly cruel to people who yeah. were like just there doing their jobs. Um, however, uh, and unfortunately for you, I guess, I just found him to be hilarious. Like, I thought he was... It's not unfortunate for you. <laughs> unfortunate for you, like, that you didn't. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I just enjoyed him from beginning to end. I thought he was the funniest part of this film. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very much so. And I thought he really captured the, the youthful energy from from his older performances that I just haven't seen out of him in a, in a very long time, um, and for someone who really grew up on a lot of those movies, um, it was really fun for me to see. Yeah. Um, and I I thought he he looked amazing in the role, he even did. though the early misgivings of him not looking anything like Robotnik, um, for the bulk of the film at least, um, just they kind of just faded away because I'm like I did, I love this look on him. Yeah. Like. Because he could so easily just look like an old man being really pathetic and comedic. And I'm like, no, he looks wicked. He looks so cool in this movie. I, I really loved his look mm. in this um, as well. Um, and, you know, look, his physical comedy is still there. Mm. Like, mm. In, in moments where he was being goofy, I, I was so on board with this. It was just those, it just felt like these weird, dry moments of him being mean. Mm. Like, and again, it wasn't even like comedically mean. It was like, it felt like dry. Mm. Um. So, yeah, like that. That for me, I think that might have even me been a, a, a factor of um, expectation. Mm. You know, I, I put an awful lot on his character to carry this film, and mm. I just really felt like, um, you know, it didn't reach the standard that I was hoping it was going to reach. Mm. Yes, um, a shame. I feel like this film, as much as all film is completely subjective, I feel like this film is going to be especially so. Um, if only because. 
the aforementioned drinks I had going in. Yeah. But um, yeah, he, I, I really consider him a strength of the movie. And also to, you know, I watched this alone, like in a very sparse uh, theater. Me so too. Like, it wasn't, you know, but I was so... But I had my friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, To bring this right back to the beginning of the film, it definitely starts off in a slightly scary area because it it begins in media res, like at the end of the movie, he's running around the city, freeze frame, this is me, I'm Sonic, (laughs) you must be wondering how I got here. Um, (laughs) Do you know I thought of you as soon as that happened because you you mentioned that that really recently and I was like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. It's like two movies in a row did the same thing and I'm like, I can forgive it for this actually because it's a kids movie. No, but Birds so, of Prey, I was like, what the fuck are they doing this for? Can somebody, anybody really, explain to me what is the narrative purpose of that? Like, why? No narrative purpose, but I can see why, why you'd want there? to throw it straight into the action. Like, I was honestly, like, a little hooked in the way the movie begins with Sonic just tearing ass through San Fran with Eggman in his, his ship flying after him. Like, oh, could we get right into this? And then it did that. And I'm like, oh, okay, no, we're not. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, I can kind of see the point, but yeah, I take your point. It's a dumb thing to do. Yeah. And no movie should do it, but I think Birds of Prey was a worse example for me, personally. I Well, I mean, but this is the thing, right? With with Birds of Prey, there's an actual reason behind that. Like, there's a, again, a narrative purpose. Like, the whole, the whole story was about being told from her perspective, and it was an unreliable narrator. Mm. For this, I don't see any narrative purpose. I don't see any kind of even, like, stylistic purpose. Um... So, yeah. Um, so, I, shake, shaky start. Shaky start. Um, I did like the, the whole Sonic backstory. Like, you know, the the owl. Raised stat- by an owl called yeah. Longclaw. And he's like, you know what? That I was kind of on board with. Because I was like, we're, we're getting in. We're kind of leaning into the ridiculousness of this. Like, I like that they, they really delved straight into, you know, he's from another world. Yeah. And it's a fully fleshed out place that we're not going to see in this movie. But it is there. Um. And what I really liked about that, which I feel like was a small thing that added so much to the Sonic character, was that he got abandoned on Earth uh, 10 years before the events of the film. So that is a major, like... This isn't an Alvin and the Chipmunks, whoa, we're, we're on Earth, we're a fish out of water. He's been, like, he's pretty much an Earthling. He's been but living there most of his life. Do you know what this is? What This is what kind of really frustrated me, because they tried to have their cake and eat it too. Mm. Because they set, I, I, I think they did this really excellently. They set it up. They they had him there for ten years. They um you know he he was reading Flash comics. I'm like, sweet. He, this is someone that actually understands the pop culture. It's not just you know that he understands the mechanics of Earth. He actually fits into the zeitgeist of, of Earth. And he and then, it sets up and it, but it also just while we're at it, it sets up a good kind of character beat for him, which is that he's extremely lonely because he knows he can't be seen by anyone in this town, all of whom he knows because he's yep. an invisible being watching over them. So he almost considers them his friends without them ever having seen him, um, which is a really cool place to start for a character. Yeah, and I thought that from a, from a plot point was really excellently done. What I didn't like is that, you know, the next kind of beat that you get in the film or the next, I guess, not even character arc, but the next thing that you have is him being a fish out of water. Mm. And for me, that really felt cheap mm. because I'm like, you're talking about a character that's been here for many years that has clearly read books. And and, and not only that, but it, it, it directly influenced the mechanics of the film in that he, what, didn't know how to read a map? Like, couldn't get to San Francisco? Like, he was just incapable of... Like, the whole reason that um, James Marsden's character had to 
it's driving there, it just seemed utterly bizarre. So I have seen that criticism, and I I get that this is a bit of like self rationalization potentially, but I, and I don't know why I'm defending this movie like this. But um, <laughs> but I'm I glad honestly, that I've placed you in a position where you have to like vehemently defend Sonic the Hedgehog. I yeah, I honestly read that moment as reading for the character because lonely as he was, he was experiencing human contact for the first time in his life. And he saw an opportunity whereby he could go on this trip with this guy who he could have, Look, who he could become friends with. And so he like just runs into the ocean and says, come on, man, I need your help. Um, Cause it is Look, such if, a ridiculous if, thing. The if, idea that Sonic the Hedgehog would need James Marsden, uh, you know, speed cop to, yeah. <laughs> to help him out. It, and, and if that was the only case of them trying to use that mechanic and, mm. and use that plot point of him being a fish out of water and not understanding how things worked, then yeah, I would get that. And it would actually make a lot more sense um, as this kind of, you know, obviously he does know, but he's putting it on that he doesn't in order to get him to drive mm. him to San Francisco. But from that moment on, he's completely devoid of any knowledge of, of how Earth works or any kind of pop culture thing. He's read every Flash character, but just, you know, doesn't understand anything about anything. Like, that just does He's been living in a cave, to be I fair. I mean, yeah, but... He, he knows popular movies. He knows popular... I think they should have gone the exact opposite way and had him, like, really tapped into things that are in, in the kind of pop culture, mm. but not maybe not have some practical um, experience or practical knowledge, things mm. like that. I just felt that this whole fish-out-of-water, like, shtick was, was... It felt cheap to me. Yeah. I, I guess my <laughs> recollection of the film's a little muddy, but um, I, it, it worked for me, and I was honestly just more than anything impressed because there is just so much potential for them to have just had Sonic, the, the you know, rude dude with attitude, just, like, bust into this world and be like, hey, man, I don't know who you do things around here, but I got to go fast and just, like, nonstop Which annoying he in your did, face. But... He was annoying but very self-knowingly yeah. from the movie's point of view. Like, he was annoying James Marsden a lot. But he, he also, I don't know, he had more heart than I would have expected from that character. And yeah. I thought Ben Schwartz really sold that in him. Yeah. Um... So you just mentioned James Marsden. Um, do you think that James Marsden actually brings anything to this? Yes. As a I think that man is just boundless charm. Like, I, it's such a shame that he hasn't had more of a leading career. Because, you know, he, he's, in every role he has, he's, like, so sidelined. He's you know, yeah. Cyclops and Superman's ex's boyfriend and, <laughs> and shit. Whereas watching this movie, I'm like, man, he's so likable. He's incredibly likable, but I like I just don't think the writing did anything for him. I don't think mm. they really gave him anything that was that he could really sink his teeth into. He's kind of just... I mean, it wasn't a hugely kind of meaty role, certainly, but him and his girlfriend I thought had really good chemistry. I really enjoyed them as char- or wife maybe. I enjoyed them uh, just kind of watching them as characters. I thought they were you know pleasant is kind of a backhanded compliment, but I found yeah. a lot of that stuff quite pleasant. Um, and I like the way he bounced off Sonic. Well, Sonic bounced off him rather. <laughs> Yeah, um, but that kind of brings me to the the where the meat and potatoes of this film, which is mm. basically their road trip. Mm. Um, and I got to say, this is where I really felt the movie started to fall apart for me. Mm. Um, the action scenes were fine, mm-hmm. but I felt that a lot of the dialogue between um, Schwartz and Mars, or well, between Sonic and I don't know what the heck his name is, cop, cop, um, generic cop, um, was it felt forced. Mm. It, it didn't have any kind of... It was very expositional. 
Um, and and quite frankly, I just didn't enjoy it. I mm. felt that it it really let down a lot of things that this movie did right, um, and 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 just didn't execute on some some core premises that I thought were really clever. Um, so like you said, the the whole you know um, setting him up as someone that's been on this earth is a really good setup. Mm. Um, the fish out of water is a is a poor execution in this sense. Them doing a road trip together is a good setup, I think. Mm. Um, but them going to a bar and like. If the movie wanted to tell you something, it would literally tell you something. Mm. And I just kind of felt as though none of the the moments where you get told something were deserved. Like, it's just like you haven't even given the audience a chance to figure it out for themselves. Mm. You're just telling the audience this is what's happening. I, and I, I really I, fucking frustrated At me. the risk of telling you something, you, you do recognize this is a kid's film, right? Yeah, but, so, but this is my thing, right? Like, so is Lego... Uh, Lego film like so mm. are all the Pixar films mm. and, and and they don't do that they don't I mean like this is my problem I know it's possible right you can make a good um, a good kids film and write good characters with good plots and good dialogue 100% I don't think saying that it's a kids film is a is an excuse anymore because mm. we know that it, it, you know you can do better mm. um, and and you know look I get if, if there's some like complex scenes yeah, you're going to have a little bit more exposition in a kid's film. I get that. But mm. at this point, it just, to me, seems lazy. I think something a lot easier to attack would be the fact that, um, you know, a huge part of the premise of the film and the character is that he's an alien and he can't be seen. And he just goes into a bar wearing his shirt. And oh, it's like, well, well how I mean, can we take any of this seriously now? Yeah. Not that we were meant to take it seriously. But, um, but, I, but and I take that point that you just made through my mouth. But um, I actually really enjoyed it because I guess I was just having such a laugh at this film or with this film, either way, I don't know, that when James Marsden goes in the bar and then Sonic like looks at the shirt in the, on the dash or whatever it is, I'm like, please let him just walk into this bar like just wearing his shirt. Because as someone who like grew up on like, um, like Ninja Turtles and they just walk around just wearing hats and trench coats. Yeah. They're just Ninja Turtles. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of goofy enough for me to, to dig. But I mean, again, the, the movie didn't really feel... Um self-deprecating or like it didn't really feel as though it mm. was trying to be goofy it just genuinely felt like they were treating their audience like children yeah and I, again i get that it is in fact a kid's film but i just don't think that's a good excuse mm. i don't think that that's um because because we have any number of kids films that are are well written that are well um that, that, that have plots that make sense um, so it's just, yeah, not an excuse for me. Mm. Um, how do you feel? You briefly mentioned kind of the action stuff. How do you feel about logic? A lot of it's kind of a rip off of Quicksilver in, in X-Men. Um, which well, is there was that one scene, which I, you know, sort of inevitable with yep. a super speed character. Um, th like that, that scene out of, um, X-Men, uh, which one is it now? It, uh, Days, Days of Future, Future Past. Past. Yeah. Um, with, and Apocalypse. Well, yeah, well, exactly right. But that that scene has kind of been copied now endlessly, um, almost it, like shot for shot. As it, it was copied in Apocalypse. Um, it was copied in this. I I remember seeing it in something else as well. All right. Um, Don't become a lawyer. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I swear to God. I, you know, you, I've definitely seen it before. I definitely no. seen him murder like twelve people last week. <laughs> you did it. I know. I just. I. I feel like it's. It's. Um. It was too obvious. Hmm. Having said that, I, I kind of I gave it a pass because, you know, it's a cool scene. Whatever. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of cool, and the the action largely uh, overall I thought was was well done. Um, 
Sonic himself, I thought, was um, a very unconvincing effect. Um, oh, I mean, as in the execution? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, very bad. Um, yeah, like, they, they, it was very unfortunate to say, like, they clearly... This was like you could watch this and be like, "Oh, they had to redo Sonic in this, didn't they?" Oh yeah, and and, and that's the problem, right? They fix. I think personally, I think they fix up the design, mm. but inevitably, they failed on the execution. It never looks like he's there. Um, do you, the, the most egregious example of this is not even a um, is not fuck, it's not even a a, a special or a, a CGI issue. Oh, when he's in the blanket. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, this, and this is kind of where I figured that oh. The people that are making this movie don't give a flying fuck mm. because the 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 idea that Sonic the Hedgehog was actually in that blanket is so utterly absurd mm. to anyone that has eyeballs that it's just like what were like what was the point here like what it was were they the doing? original design of Sonic under there though <laughs> so yeah oh. I don't know it, it's just weird like flopping around the blanket it. looks like an empty blanket it's very strange yeah that was really bizarre mm. I didn't like that at all um. Um, I will say though, I did love the the aunt or the sister in this. Oh yeah, I, I thought as a comedic effect, I thought she was brilliant. I thought she was really good. Yeah, so she it's such is a small thing, but she's representative of of all of the comedy for me in this film. Like I was watching this movie, just genuinely enjoying it so much more than I would have thought. That I was like, did Ben Schwartz have like a writing hand in this or something? Did he? Would was I, he, would, I would hope that he doesn't. Was he on set? In, I I just really enjoyed. It. I, I, it was, I found the the overall the dialogue, anything that wasn't like a quip or like a quick you know like joke, mm. I found incredibly painful. Mm. And so I really hope that he doesn't have a writing credit on this because that would be very disappointing. Yeah, well, just the the joke specifically, I just found I had several laugh out loud moments, yeah. um, which was more than I would have expected from this necessarily. Um, so I found that really impressive. Um, the uh, the the finale, the the final showdown. I'll admit to getting like a little kind of revved up when I thought he was going to go supersonic at the end. I um, was not a that huge was Sonic a fan. Very confusing moment for me because I was like, in one, I I kind of know what you're talking about. Like it was mm. a really impressive scene, but at the same time, I was like. This movie doesn't deserve this. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> you have done nothing to deserve this kind of triumphant, mm. you know, all the all the scenes that that lean, lent themselves towards emotional catharsis or, or, you know, some kind of, you know, payoff. Like, I just felt like you've done no work mm. in, in, in pursuit of this moment. And so I don't feel like giving you this moment. Mm. See, as someone who had enjoyed it the whole time, I was like, yeah, go get him, Sonic. And like, so not the, a Sonic the sad thing. moments. Did you feel sad at all? Uh, like even slightly? Probably. I don't even remember him. You know um, when they, when he's saying goodbye to him at the end. Don't remember it. <laughs> when they're on they're on top of a building just before Robotnik shows up. Oh, is this when they get like when he pushes him off the building? Yeah, before that, like when they're having having their like sad goodbye. Yeah, uh, I don't I know. Just, I mean, that was just all kind of wheels turning. Obviously, that wasn't the actual end of the movie. Although yeah. I did have the thought I remember now actually being like. It'd be so cool if he just goes now and, like, that's the end. <laughs> like, there's no finale. There's no actual yeah. proper third act. Um, what? How about the product placement in this movie? Oh, Outstanding. The, um, the Olive Garden shit. So Fuck I me. loved the Olive Garden one. I hated it. I thought it was so I funny. I hated it. So, oh, no, because it's just not... I know what they were going for. They were going for, like, the randomness of it. Mm. And it just... It, it felt like such obvious product placement you don't get 
to have it both ways. You don't get to be whimsical and random and then also... I mean, actually, no, that's not true. If you're going to do that, you have to do Kingsman. Um, you have to lean into it. You have to like... And they like, did really lean into lean. it. It was the I whole crux really of the didn't. joke. Ugh, I didn't like it. I thought it, like I thought that joke would work like exactly the same with like a fake restaurant. Like I thought it was a, a really funny would, joke. I, I thought it would work better with a fake restaurant. But but I just think it was a really funny joke. And the fact that it was like it was obviously product placement, I'm like that doesn't add or detract for me. I just think that's a funny joke. They did the, it with the, a couple the one, of things. The one they... that was really bad was like the rent or the real estate website where she was just like, I'm just looking up um, uh, real estate on this website, and it just shows the computer, and it's like, look at the website. <laughs> yeah. I, look, they, they were going hard. You know what this reminded me of is the, um, uh, the Power Rangers. Oh, when they, like The, the, the Krispy Kreme? Yeah, the egregious Krispy Kreme plug. Mm. Um, no, look, I don't, again, I don't think that they earned the, the kind of wackiness of it, like, or, or the leaning into it. Again, the golden standard for me, at least, is is uh, Kingsman. Mm. Um, but that that movie also garners a lot of um, goodwill for me because everything else about it fires, you know, so or or works so well mm. um, that I feel like it deserves this. This for me doesn't, and therefore all the uh, product placement just seems kind of cheap. Did you catch any more? Because I didn't. I didn't say it. Uh, there was a few, and like there's ones where they had to like actually like. You know, they they said the the tagline for it. I can't remember what it was, but um, well, there was for Olive a few. Garden they did for Olive Garden they did, and I, I believe there's at least one more yeah. that I remember feeling like this is uh, maybe you should be. This is a bit much. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I I think it's really ambitious to to think that I'm going to remember anything about this film. So <laughs> point of product placement never works, though, does it? I mean, not really. Like, I I can tell you what the pro- again. No, it, again, it it, it does. Kingsman, I remember what the sponsors were. Hmm. It's McDonald's and Samsung. Oh. Um, uh, and I mean, like, I, I, I don't even mind being sold to in that hmm. um, because I was like, just, I love how upfront they're being about this. Hmm. Um, but in this one, I was just like, ugh. It just, you don't, des- again, you don't deserve this. This movie didn't put enough effort or this movie didn't do enough well to deserve some of the the things that it could have gotten away with had mm. it been a better movie. Yeah. I, I kind of always give product placement a pass generally because it always strikes me as like the movie needed it. Like this was a smaller production that probably needed a bit more of a hand to get made. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to high road you. This is just how it feels to me. Like when yeah. I see that shit, like you'd see someone like... You can high road me with a Sonic the Hedgehog film. No, I mean, you can, uh, no, you can try if you really want. In my mind, I'm just thinking like you see a guy like like scrubbing windows on the street or something. It's like, oh, it's a shame that he has to do that. <laughs> like rather than being like, fuck you, man, for, for doing that. I know it's a weird comparison. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, no, the people that made Sonic the Hedgehog. No, but I mean, this movie, did, did, this movie did strike me as a fucking underdog in terms of the blockbuster sphere. Um, yeah, and and again, look, I would I would hundred percent be behind you with that sentiment if I felt that they had put more love into the actual product, mm. um, and I just feel like they cheaped out on a lot of spots, mm. um, and it's no, I don't know that it necessarily has anything to do with the, the budget constraints because you can you know you can write good dialogue. I mean, I yes, you have to pay writers. Like I I get that, but I just feel as though. I just don't feel like the the. the I would have rather them stripped back 
some of the Robotnik stuff even in mm. terms of like the skill, like the drones and all that um, and, and spend that money on, I don't know, like, you know, better writing or something like that. Or Ben Schwartz is there. Like, just don't, don't just get him writing jokes. Get him, you know, involved. I don't know. I don't know. I just, this movie, I, I felt like there was a lot of stuff that it did right. There was a lot of stuff that it kind of, you know, set up well and then just didn't really execute on those premises very well, which is unfortunate. Um, I want to talk about the post-credit scenes. Do you have anything about the bulk of the film you want to chuck in? Any other details? Um, no, I um, I don't think so. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that, that really stands out. We can circle back if we have to. Uh, did you see both post-credit scenes? I saw the one. I didn't see the second. Uh, the one was the one with Robotnik with his mustache. In the Mushroom Kingdom. Which I loved. <laughs> he which looked makes, great. Didn't he which, look amazing? Which makes me oddly excited for a sequel. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, well, like, on that note, the second post-credit scene was a portal opening and Tails coming out. Um, Miles Tails Prower, the uh, the famous sidekick of Sonic. Mm-hmm. You know Tails? Oh, yeah. I, I'm, oh. yeah it's the three. Yeah. Okay. Tails. Um, Tails, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they've definitely got their eyes set on a franchise here. Yeah. And I, I, after the opening weekend this has had, I'd say they're going to get it. Yeah, and look, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to, to be supportive of that mm. because, like I said, I think that there's a lot of setup in this film that, that points in the right direction. Mm. Um, and, you know... I really love I, I I love the idea of Jim Carrey kind of leaning into the more, hopefully the more goofy mean as opposed to the, the dry mean that I uh, that I picked up in this. Mm. I mean, for me, it's if they spend a little bit more time with uh, with the dialogue, a little bit more time with some of the plot points mm. around. Um, you know how they get places, and they, they don't just rely on chunky dialogue to move the plot along. Mm. Then you know I, I I can see this being a good franchise. Yeah, I um I obviously enjoyed this film itself a lot more than you, but I think we we can both sort of um agree on the fact that well maybe not, but I I think the the ma- the major players the the characters I think they did a better job than. I would have expected or would have even been necessary for for a movie of this type. Um, you know, Sonic, I really enjoyed. Ben Schwartz and, and Jim Carrey as Robotnik, I think, was a really fun performance. Um, and I would happily watch more of them in a movie of even this one's uh, debatable quality. Mm. Do you know who I did did enjoy? Mm. Um, Adam Pally, who was uh, Wade Whippy, uh, the... Um I'm, I'm not just remembering this, by the way. Like, <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Sonic um, his, character, his, uh, deputy police officer, the kind of yeah. the the overwhelmed guy. Yeah, Adam um, Pally. As soon as he popped up, I'm like, Iron Man three. <laughs> I, I, I like that guy. He's really funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed him um, as well as the the crazy conspiracy guy. I thought that was a really good gag. Mm. Like that, the, there was one guy that that figured that there was a blue devil around, and him coming at me be like, "I'm not crazy." And it was like um, that that shitty Sonic meme drawing as well. I yeah, think, yeah, which awesome reference. Um, so yeah, I, 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 like I said, there there are little pieces of this film that I thought were really good, but just overall, I think that this movie feels as though no one really wanted to put in the effort mm. um, in terms of just 
you know, it just feels like they cut corners when they're like, oh, how are we going to progress the plot? Oh, we'll just put in some chunky dialogue and we'll just make it move. Mm. And that that frustrates me, man. That's a shame because I could I could understand you feeling that um, if that's your takeaway. Uh, I just had the opposite reaction. It felt like there was a really sincere attempt at making a movie here, which, like, Sonic just has such a storied history as a franchise of just a lot of garbage. Like, sorry, Sonic fans, I get anyone... I get loving a franchise or a character or an IP and having to defend shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan through and through, and a lot of that is awful. Um, but... This honestly, it really felt like an attempt to to do justice to a character people like to make a movie people would enjoy, to make a movie kids would really enjoy. And from what I hear, they do. I mean, we mentioned at the top of the show, A minus cinema score, which is, I don't give a lot of credence to cinema score because I gave Hereditary an F, which is insane. But um, it's good to see people enjoying this, I guess. I don't know. After after something that was so ridiculed and so contentious on the way out. Yeah. Um, like Cats certainly did not get this uh, this reception when it eventually came out. Um, well, no one talked about it. No, like no one gave. There was a lot of talk about it. I mean, there was a lot of talk about it very before negative. it came out, and then it kind of came out, and everyone's like, "It was bad." No, I still, expected. I still heard a lot of people like who had seen really? it, just like they looked traumatized. I can't believe we missed that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I really have to emphasize that I did have a few drinks with this movie, and I, I, I can't say that didn't color my perception of it. But I honestly enjoyed it from beginning to end. I think the worst I would say about it is that it was fine, um, through and through. Um, and the best I would say is that I, I had a really genuinely good time at several points through it. Um, I, I laughed a lot. And when a movie kind of gets me on board, I think I have a tendency to give it more points as it goes. Yep. Um, I, I'll, I'm less likely to turn against a movie if I've enjoyed, you know, say, the first half of it. But, uh, yeah, really pleasantly surprised, but also not surprised because I kind of expected to be pleasantly surprised by this one. Yeah. <laughs> I... Um for me, I just th- th- this movie kind of set up a lot of things that it couldn't execute on. Mm. Um, I didn't really uh, enjoy the writing, um, and ultimately left a pretty sour taste in my mouth with this. Um, apart from the Robotnik um, post-credit scene, mm. which kind of made me a little bit excited for future um, uh, for future endeavors in this franchise. But mm. yeah, for, as far as this one, um, just not not really. Not really good in my books. Um, finally, I guess, do you want to chuck it into the scale of video game movie adaptations? Uh, it's got. It'll be in my lower half easily. Of video game adaptations. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I this movie, I didn't, I didn't like. I, I. But we're talking about the spectrum of video game adaptations. So like I it, would, I would rather, I'd rather watch Prince of Persia, Persia than this. Wow. Um, or Silent Hill, or I'd rather watch Assassin's Creed than this. Yikes. Um, I haven't seen any of those, for the record. So I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, none, none of them are particularly good. Duh. They're video but games. They, but they, I, I think they, may, they bring more to the table um, than, than this does. Like, I, think, I, I also think I feel kind of like slightly annoyed by this, because... The, the fact that they went back and, and redid it really did make me think that there was something mm. that was really good about this. Mm. And, and I feel that, particularly because I, I wasn't really sold with Jim Carrey, which that kind of hurts me, man, because I really like Jim Carrey. Mm. I'm usually a really big fan of, of, of what he does. Um, that, I think, for me, 
is just it makes it disappointing more than anything else. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I uh, maybe I'd have to see this again, and maybe that's a very bad idea. But at the moment, this could be at the top of my video game uh, adaptations pile. Um, I haven't seen the ones you just mentioned, um, but. Detective Pikachu. I mean, Silent Hill is, I mean, you know, some people think it's trash, but like a lot of people hold that up quite highly in terms of um, adaptation. So yeah. that's something I definitely think you should check out. Maybe. Because um, I think when we did the Detective Pikachu review, I probably put that up there with, with Tomb Raider as, as I couldn't probably pick one of them at the time, but I, I was like, these are probably the best. Um, Mortal Kombat might be my favorite, actually. But for I'd definitely reasons, rather watch Tomb Raider I love than this. Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, actually, I'd, I'd watch Tomb Raider 20 times, both versions, uh, before oh. I watch this again. I was definitely talking about the new one. No, no, <laughs> I, I know. And, and, and that, for me, I, I definitely would do that. But mm. just for nostalgia's sake, I'd, I'd watch old school Angelo, uh, Angelina Jolie. Um, so, yeah, but at the moment, this this could be the top one for me because I just really had a good time. Watch it again. I actually, I, I implore you to watch this again. Why, I need... why do you want me to feel bad about it then? No, because I want to be, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm not... I want to be right. Cra- <laughs> yeah, I, I want to make sure I'm not crazy here. Like, like I, I don't want to feel like I'm just being grumpy and the oh, it's a bad movie. Well, unfortunately, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm never going to watch it again, and it's going to re- remain this beautiful little thing in my mind forever. Mm. Actually, maybe don't. Yeah, actually, don't watch it again. I'd rather you I, have. I I'd rather you that, enjoy it. Mm. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Oh well, let us know what you thought of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Especially if you're let a Sonic know. fan, I would love to know. I feel like there'd be just a wide variety of yeah. answers to that. We don't have that demographic. In terms also, of, like, if you are a Sonic fan, uh, let us know what's wrong with you. That's not How necessary. can you have been burnt that many times <laughs> by a franchise and still be into it? <laughs> no, I, I would be really interested because I don't think that um, George is a, um, is a Sonic fan. I'm certainly not. Mm. You're not. Um, I would be really interested for people that are enjoying it. And then that was something that we that we came across when we did our review Godzilla. of Godzilla. Which we were quite a positive of. Uh, well, exactly, right? And then we got blasted. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, it was really interesting. Like, I, I still didn't change my... It didn't change my mind of the movie. It, it wasn't suddenly like... I was like, oh, good point. Um, I think but, we grew to like it a lot more over the over its time past, though. But I, I had a weird fascination with that film, but it mm. had nothing to do with people being no, like, yeah. it's actually a good film. I'm like, mm. um, but I, I I did nonetheless find it interesting, mm. and I was really fascinated by by people's response and, and why people enjoyed it. Mm. I thought that was really cool. So if you're a big Sonic fan, let us know. Um, and until next time, got to go fast. Pew, pew, pew. With Sonic's guns. We're off. (laughs) See you, Ben. Bye. George, wherever you may be. I never mentioned that he wasn't here. People will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Which George could have shown up? He actually is here. He's just slightly off screen. And we actually, just forgot just listen- to bring him on. If they're just listening to the audio version. They're like, man, George is being quiet today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right. Later. Little Bye. Thing. You know. All that. Fuck, that's funny.